Hello everybody, Mike here, founder of Talk About It Mate, and pleased to introduce the 10th podcast that we've produced, which I'm really proud of, and uh, a really fantastic guest today, Mary from My City Yoga, a yoga instructor who's just, just starting out, and uh, we're actually going to be doing an event together soon. It was a really good discussion about self-awareness and personal growth and how coping mechanisms become a part of our life and and just understanding of ourselves helps us to become it improves the quality of the relationships we have with others as well and uh, it was a really really exciting discussion and i really hope you enjoy episode 10 of the talk about it mate podcast Hello everybody, right, Mike here, and uh, I'm really excited to say this is episode 10 of the Talk About It Mate podcast, uh, which is, I've just been told, it's a milestone, and I'm really pleased, I'm proud to say that, and uh, I think people are going to be going back to listen to these, because I'm going to keep on doing them, so um, it's really, really good, and before we get talking to our guest Mary today, first of all, I'll say hello. Hi. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what we're doing at the moment, uh, and then then we'll talk about future events. Um, Now, I'm really pleased to say that I'm going to be volunteering for a charity uh, based in London called Human, H-U-M-E-N, and uh, you can check them out at www.wearehuman.org, and they are going to be holding men's drop-in support sessions uh, called the Human Space Manchester, and the the tagline for this is called the Gym for the Mind, which I think is a really nice uh, title. But if you check out their website and what they're hoping to achieve in their mission statement, it's really great, and it's examining what it's like to be a man nowadays, and you know how we're all very different, and and it's you know the message is really powerful, and I'm really on board with it. And I spoke to them a, a few weeks back, and uh, I'm going to be. Um, at these sessions, uh, facilitating there, and um, you know there is no affiliation to talk about it, mate. But just myself, Mike will be there uh, with a couple of other guys, and hopefully we're trying to get you know at least ten guys a week to sit and talk about these different um, topics uh, related to you know mental health and well-being. But you know I do need to state that I don't think it's always doom and gloom. It's just with the end goal of achieving better self-awareness and and not feeling alone. And I think. The more of these things, the better. And um, hopefully by the time we do the next podcast, I can kind of let you know how that goes. But check out uh, the meetup page um, where I'll say where the details are and uh, obviously follow social media. But check out Human because what they're doing is fantastic. And uh, I think it'll help me with my own self-awareness, which leads us very nicely onto today's podcast. And um, hello, Mary. How are you today? I'm good. Slightly, slightly... Um damp from walking in the rain but Manchester isn't it <laughs> it's always a risk in Manchester isn't it when uh, you plan to meet and it's raining but um you know don't let it dampen your spirits so to speak we, <laughs> yeah. it certainly hasn't so we met on we met about a month ago didn't we on yeah. a business uh, advice workshop workshop yeah. forum and um it's interesting you just said to me am I allowed to swear on this podcast and uh, <laughs> I said do you remember meeting me because we were sat in this room and I think Accidentally, after about five minutes, I was the first person in the room to swear. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, Not that I'm planning to pepper in swear words on purpose, but it was just that in case it, you know, I, I sway that way. Yeah. Know your know your audience. Yeah. So obviously not in certain places, but um, I think if you're talking naturally about something around the right people, then I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if your language slips a little bit. <laughs> but um, 
you you are a qualified yoga teacher. Uh, that's right. So I um, I've graduated with um, the yoga instructor course um, in India um, earlier on this year, and I took the plunge, and I'm now sort of um, setting up my own business in yoga um, and nutrition, and hoping to to keep on sort of my my passion for teaching people and. Um, you know, getting in touch with a better health mentally and physically. Yeah, I think this is really wonderful. I think when you were talking about it in that room, I thought we've got a good connection there because, mm. you know, I'm thinking about how people can, I don't say deal with their own mind, but I think it is a real journey learning about your, your own mind. And I think the mind, the body, this, I think that this is not being explored enough. Mm. And I think that, you know, we've gravitated towards each other and had a really good meeting, didn't we, about this. And, uh, I, we are going to do event, an event together soon. Do you, yeah. Anna, do you want to tell us about that? Oh, well, in a couple of weeks' time, we are um, going to do a, an event in Levenshoom. Um So it's it's just it's just titled Yoga and uh, Lunch, right? Yeah. <laughs> because yoga that's basically what it is. It's just really a good a good way for us to, I guess, introduce ourselves to people um, and also make it a little bit of an event so that people who are perhaps um, looking for more friends or an opportunity just to get together and have a nice lunch can do something like yoga um, to relax and perhaps get to know each other better and then just a, just a nice roast lunch after that will, um, which you know could be worse <laughs> yeah I have, you don't ever have a roast anymore <laughs> yeah. so yeah um, so it's going to be on the October uh, Saturday October the 12th um, and we can we can definitely post the details of the event yeah. on the podcast after as well if anyone's interested yeah I'll share all the links to that only a few more spaces left on that one yes get there quick because uh, I think you've, you've you've actually done a really good deal there I think it's a really good deal um, it's £12.50 for, for an hour of yoga and a, and a lunch after um, which you know you can be paying £12.50 for a lunch itself Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. And that's all in Levin June, really nice place. And, and say, hopefully we can get people from the Talk About It Make community, mm. but also people who are interested in yoga. And I, it's funny because about three or four guys that I know that I didn't know were interested in yoga have spoken to me about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I said that I'm a beginner, and I think I told you I only did it once. Yeah, yeah. And I did struggle, even though I do Pilates and other stuff. <laughs> um, it's, I can't wait to see because at least I'll know I'm in a situation where some people will be beginners mm. and I think what what do you think puts people off yoga because I, I, I was put off for a long yeah, time yeah well I, I ask people this actually and a lot of people say other than the practicality side of not being able to get to classes or, or whatever else um, I think there's a little bit of a stigma around yoga almost um, in the sense that people assume everyone in the class is going to be 10 times better than them and that people will be looking at them or that people will be thinking what are they doing but the truth is um people are there to work on themselves yoga by sort of um all intents and purposes is a self-practice i always say during my classes i'm not here to to you um i'm really my my purpose there is just to facilitate um, guidance it's not I can't feel for you yeah. I can't um, think for you you can take it as far as you want to I'm just there to make sure you practice safely to be able to give you adjustments um, and just guide you through the practice um, so that you can you can do this anywhere really um, and I think uh, I, I've also had people say things yeah. to me like um, yoga is sort of a, um, 
a cheat's way out of, of, of losing weight or, or working out, which is completely untrue because wow. it's, it's a different practice altogether. I don't just do yoga, I do weights and I do cardio and I do yoga to supplement, but because they function for different yeah. things. Um, and I think yoga is a, a great and beneficial addition to people's lives for so many different areas of yeah. it that um, I think that everyone can benefit from some part of it. And Absolutely. I can't, I, I can't talk about it, um, and and expect people to understand it because yoga is something you need to feel. Yeah. So unless you come and do either a class with me or yourself or at home, yeah. you, you know you can't really understand the the long lasting impact it can have. That's a really good answer. Oh, <laughs> it's very long. No, I, was, I was thinking you've covered like so much, but it, it almost the parallels to counselling in, in many ways. Yeah. Instead, obviously, we're not for advice and guidance, but you know we are with you on that journey but you you know you're the one who's leading it you're and it is it's self-awareness self-discovery mm-hmm. um i discovered from the one yoga session i did i thought the woman was quite bossy actually so <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining i don't know what you're like so i'm, I'm don't know well, you'll see we'll on the 12. see we'll see on the 12. um but yeah strength and flexibility were the two things but i think as men do a lot of exercise we play football for example and i have been doing pilates for a year now and i like it and it, and it is starting to relax me but yoga is something I do want to do and even at this stage I've been I told you I've lost a lot of weight and mm-hmm. increased my confidence about my body and everything mm-hmm. but I still think I need that I'm still was a bit reticent about doing yoga yeah but I think this is great because of you know we're organizing this event I'm bringing a few people in from my community and it'll be just like let's just give it a go and then afterwards yeah. we can kind of laugh about it together but it, it, it'll go in won't it you know and then you can decide whether you want to do it and take it from there yeah I mean I think what I I guess one of the reasons why I've come in I've started um, doing my yoga yoga yeah. business or why I'm so drawn to doing it is because I've benefited a lot personally from it and I, I really want to sort of be able to deliver you know an accessible way for people to to get into yeah. it and hopefully benefit from it themselves and as I said, there's, there's still this stigma, which I, I feel like is slightly attached to it, but I, I'm feeling that there is yeah. a shift um, away from it. Um, so, I mean, I'd love to get more men involved in yoga, because I do feel like people have a little bit of, a, of an idea that yoga is, is a very feminine thing. Yes. Um, but it, it isn't for a gender. Yeah. It's, it's a very gender-neutral... Um, practice and in fact it majority of the people who practice in India um, who are very high level are men um, yeah and you know I just I just want people to to break down the barriers yeah. against trying something new if they haven't yeah. tried it before um, and seeing if they can you know if they can benefit from it I think it's a knock-on effect a domino effect if you try something new like yoga or Say I've tried all these new things myself in my personal life, and it it does it doesn't it does get easier, and it doesn't in some ways because you think I can't do it. But once you just go and turn up, that's most of the battle, I think, mm-hmm. and and then the rest of it comes later. But you you mentioned about people think it's very feminine, and like my my perceptions of yoga. I'm gonna be honest because you know this is yeah. what we do at Talk About Mate. Is I lived in London for two years in East London, mm. and um, partly through my own behaviors but I didn't feel like I fitted in yeah. like I wasn't cool I wasn't like a hipster and like and, and, and you know 
that's people might be saying that's a really silly thing mm. to say, but you know, I was going through a tough time in my own personal life. But yoga was everywhere. But it was a very certain kind of woman that did yoga. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, these yeah. very skinny, like very well-to-do, yeah. like very, you know, almost too perfect in many ways. Yeah. And, and it didn't. That, so therefore, for somebody like me, who was quite open-minded, even though not as open-minded as I am now, it wasn't accessible. Yeah. And I think what I'm saying is, I'm thinking about men. I'm thinking about say women who aren't that that type mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people from different demographics in life and, yeah. and if you don't mind me saying when I met you I thought you looked like a yoga teacher but after about two minutes of talking you to you like you don't sound like a yoga teacher <laughs> at all it's like when people talk about teaching with me like, yeah. like they might think oh he's a teacher but quite quickly when you hear me talk about teaching yeah. it, I, I, I'm not saying I'm right I just I, I'm just not yeah. I don't say the party line if that makes sense yeah. you know um so it's all about changing perceptions, isn't it? That's right. I mean, I think um, just because yoga, don't get me wrong, yoga is a very serious practice. Mm. Um, it's been, you know, in ancient texts, there's so much study about it because it is a very powerful tool. But I don't think that something serious can't also be fun. Yeah. Um, and I guess people ask me, you know, what's your style like or what's different about you? And um Again, it's really difficult to explain unless you come to to a session with me. But I focus a lot on the technical side, um, but I make it accessible because I I want to make sure everyone comes to the session and leaves feeling good about themselves. Yeah. Um, it's not about how high you can lift your leg; it's about can you feel a benefit um, from doing this sort of posture. So yeah. it's like buying into the person, and and that is massive in life. I think we we just think just because somebody is is qualified to do something but it's about the, it's about the person and i always say courage compassion connection is to talk about it make kind of mantra at the moment which i'm going to credit a guy called ken for who i worked with in london but you know people might say what's your kind of uh, counseling like mike well it, it, it just follow the person-centered way it's all about the, the client but if you feel a good connection with me as, as a person then that's going to help you and it, you know i feel that we've met you are quite like chatting to you that I'll make it's now making me try something that I wasn't wanting to try before so (laughs) no I'm hoping that like we can open it up to people and like I've mentioned it to some of the guys from Man V Fat and I think that that's something we could look into in the future but uh, I hope this is the first of a few kind of events like this maybe it's could we do it monthly or something like that we'll see how it goes but um, I just want to say thank you for like you know offering to do this because I think it's a great thing for, for me and for the community yeah yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, it's it's a good opportunity to, like I said, to introduce ourselves, really. But um, again, with the whole link towards counselling and stuff, people always. I feel like again, one of the perceptions people have is that yoga can be such an airy fairy spiritual yeah. blah 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 thing, which it is all of those things. If you choose to go quite purist around yeah. it, which you know there's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong, and in fact it, there's a lot well right with it, I suppose. Um, but it doesn't have to be. You have yeah. to go all in or nothing. Um, and it doesn't have to change as a person. Yeah, Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But that there's this whole, you know, people feel that to benefit from it you have to go all in and the whole self-awareness and union of your body mind and spirit is just you know a lot of hot air but when you really delve into it um self-awareness i I mean people ask me how how is how does yoga help you connect with your body and your mind 
like all you do is sit there and say um and maybe stretch a bit um but i guess (laughs) (laughs) um but the ums are very powerful um but I guess for me, the reason I started practicing maybe um, about five, six years ago, um, and it's all been self-practice really. Yeah. Um, and it, I didn't realize what it did for me yeah. in terms of self-awareness. Um, and it wasn't like an epiphany. Yeah. It was sort of a slow, gradual shift where, you know, part of my again, I won't attribute everything to yoga because that's not the case. I do have, I have had a lot of life experiences which have taught me that as well along the way. But the things that may sort of started to give me more courage of myself and more self-awareness is learning to trust myself, which is a very difficult thing to do. It's trusting my own judgment, really. Um, And the only way I could sort of start doing that was doing things that were outside my comfort zone. Um, so I do a lot of solo traveling um, you know I, I've made some <laughs> questionable decisions <laughs> in my life um, but for example I, I did I went uh, traveling solo in Africa for about six months Fantastic. and um, you know while I was away there were certain moments where I was like this is a crossroad this could end really well or really badly um, but you know, aside from that, I've done a lot of solo traveling along uh, along the way as well. And each time I do something out of my comfort zone, and I go, "Am I crazy, or is this the right idea?" I've started to learn yeah. how I react to certain things, how I um, handle certain situations, and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, or how I can improve. And more importantly, I learn from other people I meet, like. The people I meet along the way is infallible, and I don't think that I would ever meet, have met these people, had the opportunity to meet them if I hadn't put myself out there. Sometimes they're, you know, really great people, sometimes they're not great people, but each time I go, right, now I know, or that's something I could learn about me. Like, those are the kind of people I do get on with, or those people aren't good for me. Those are all lessons, and through doing all these things you start to understand you know how you want to structure your life how you want to live your life um and sort of going off tangent no here. no this is this is incredible <laughs> self-awareness if this is called self-awareness yeah that's that last two minutes is incredible self-awareness yeah and i guess that the reason why yoga kind of played a part in that is that when i am doing yoga and it is a self-practice in yoga we always say you know that the, the aim of it is to remove your, your ego from it and ego is sort of not necessarily self-confidence but um your identity almost and it becomes more about the movement the breath um and your alignment as opposed to do i look good in this do you what are mindful? people thinking yeah what are people thinking about me are people judging me am i good enough for this yeah. how it's just more about you know listening to your body um, and is that your, would you say like your true self because you know we have the, we all have this social mask right and, and i'm seeing it more and more now but you're in touch with your true self yeah. that these other things these negative possibilities kind of aren't around at this point yeah i mean it's not even just the um, negative it's any sort of label we have it yeah. could be you know mother father it could be brother sister it could be lawyer teacher um, any of those labels in that moment when you're Stripping practicing yoga, yeah, you, you don't need to think about 
you know what you are in the society or where yeah. you fit in or who you are it's just about you know yourself practice so you could it. say escapism like but in a in like a in a good way of saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say yeah. it's giving yourself the space that you need. Mm. Um, it's not... Because I think, actually, it's, it's the opposite of a distraction. Yeah. It's actually connecting because you are bringing yourself back to um, the very fundamentals of your body's functions yeah. or your mind's focus. You're sort of training your focus back to come towards you know connecting with your breath or the patterns of your thinking or um you know what feels good to your body does this posture hurt or does it challenge you you know those kind of questions that you begin you begin to shift not just from your during your practice but you become begin to shift it onto your everyday life as well more again it's self-awareness and self-connection like say i mentioned connection courage passion compassion connection but yeah you you're connecting to yourself and what works for you and i think it, it can be, um, I don't want to say scary, but because you're not used to it. it yeah, I know. mean, it can leave people feeling a bit vulnerable sometimes. Yeah. Um, and that's why I um, I kind of encourage it because yeah. vulnerability is where it kind of, where self-growth comes from. Outside the comfort zone, yeah, the growth yeah, zone. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when it comes to letting yourself be vulnerable, um, I find that sometimes when you, well, not sometimes, often when you close yourself off to the possibility of being vulnerable, it leaves you very lonely too because you begin to shut out support, it begin, you begin to shut out opportunities, yeah. um, you know, you, you fear for something that might not, might not be a real scenario yeah. and it's, it's understanding that you're easily like led in many ways like yeah. people who are quite narrow-minded and like won't change and it's like i think change is always going to be there isn't it like your body's always going to change your mind you know life is always going to change and it's if you can embrace that and be on top of that then you can kind of control how you react to that and mm. i think it's a very again there's so many parallels with what we do and say I, i'm on my own journey and and do you feel that like everyone is yeah, yeah exactly do you feel like when you've been on this journey you the kind of people that you meet now the the, the kind of interactions that you have with people whether it's uh, talking about yoga or mm. uh, it's different yeah absolutely i find though um that the easiest way to describe it is that it's not that i don't meet the people who don't who i don't get on with yeah. or aren't good for me it's that i the people, the right kind of people gravitate towards yeah. me and I gravitate towards them. Yeah. And the people who I recognize, you know, wouldn't be good for my mental health, um, I don't have connections with for very long um, because I choose not to. Um, you're a better advocate for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's reminded myself, and it's become habit now, so it's become a lot easier yeah. that, um, I prefer I, to be honest I've always prefer, I've always liked my own company because I've um I'm actually quite an introvert um right. by by description yeah. um but I am obviously I'm still social but I, I've always liked my own company because I like having the quiet space but I do prefer my own company yeah. than bad company and I would always choose that because actually just because you have another person yeah. or another body doesn't mean it's um you know 
enriching your life. It, it could be, be taking away. Yeah, uncomfortable it could be t- on, on your own. Yeah, I, yeah. I, what you said about the bad company thing there, yeah. Like, I always didn't want to be on my own. I was, I'm an only child. Like, actually, I, I actually should. I actually quite enjoy my own company, yeah. like you just said. And I'm probably I was not meant to be alone, but I was this only child, never had any brothers or sisters. And, and then I did think I surrounded myself with just anyone because I wanted to be noticed or accepted and I some, yeah. sometimes slip back into that now like um, what I find that I do now is because I'm more self-aware is I'm giving too much of myself away mm-hmm. and that's only going to erode my and I feel like I get snappy and irritable sometimes and it's like because I'm not taking the time to care for myself and it sounds like you you've got a good handle on that yeah I think with the whole self-awareness thing the um you just have to say to yourself and let yourself know it's okay to put yourself first. Absolutely. Because it doesn't mean you're selfish. It means that, you know, there's that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, you have to, so long as your behaviours aren't um, sort of in a, in a malicious way mm. for someone else, yeah. and it's actually just to benefit yourself, you can remove yourself from any situation that doesn't feel comfortable to you. And you don't have to ask permission to no, that either. You can no. say, that's my right. Yeah, absolutely. How liberating is that, though? Because I imagine if you were like what, like me, you, you wouldn't have done that before. Yeah. And I think this, that one of the... Well, some of the lessons I've learned along yeah. the way is that actually majority of the people I meet who I say, you know, aren't good for me or, yeah. you know, haven't been whatever, they're not bad people. No. You have to remember that people aren't split between good and bad people might have bad behaviors um, but doesn't mean that they're fundamentally flawed or they're a bad character it yeah. just means that that certain character trait doesn't quite fit in yeah. line with what you want or how you live your life yeah. um, and majority of the time and I say majority of time because there's always except exceptions but they're not out to get you no. it's just that they might not realize that their behavior is causing you discomfort um, and it's the same with perhaps you know when you're looking internally if you're so long as you're aware of how your actions are impacting other people so long as it's not in a malicious way and it's actually you know for your own benefit I think it's perfectly fine um, and I think if, if it needs to be that you need to remove yourself from a certain situation you think you know it might hurt someone whether it be a relationship or yeah. a friendship or even a job yeah. so long as you make it clear mm. that the reason is actually I need to do this for me or oh, we're going in different directions and like it doesn't yeah. have to always be this and try and just be kind about it yeah, yeah. I mean as, as kind as you can so long as you know you can say at the end of the day hand on heart actually that was for my own well-being and that uh, sounds like a lot like compassion and, and for yourself and others and, and this forgiveness like I think that's really important like you say people aren't always out to get you people might have wronged you in the past and I think that I I'm, I probably unintentionally wrong people but I, I definitely done. have been probably unintentionally wronged by other people yeah and you know this is a journey of of acceptance of everything and uh, you know they weren't out to get you maybe I could have been shown a lot more compassion however there's reasons why people behave like that mm. and that's their journey and their responsibility to to see and the hope that they can see that on their own journey you know like many yeah. people say i've seen the error of your my, my ways, ways yeah. i feel like i've been through that process yeah i've been through that the hard way because i punished myself very badly and i don't think everybody should do that but by accepting your flaws and accepting how you've hurt other people 
it's like an old injury almost, isn't it? You you kind yeah. of examining why that happens, and it can be painful. But I think at the end of the day, look, you you've come out of the other side as this person who can talk quite eloquently about the uh, this quite a difficult topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone sort of seeks solace and and sort of um, you know tries to digest what's happened to them, whatever the the issues might be that yeah. held them back in the in the past. I personally write everything down. I've yeah. kept a journal since I was about, I don't know, five. And really? Yeah, I've got like 30, 30 odd books from, and if anyone ever read any of them, I would just die because they're so embarrassingly cringy. Or like um, first dates and yeah, boys you yeah, had crushes everything. on. <laughs> I write everything down, but for me, it's, it's um, cathartic. Yeah. Um, some people, you know, talk a lot. Me. To, to, yeah, well, some people talk to peers. Actually, I talk to peers a lot as well. Um, but I, I write a lot um, and, you know, again with the whole yoga thing, yeah. um, I think because it gives me that space to actually practice and in, in that hour or so where I'm practicing, mm-hmm. I'm concentrating back on something away from overthinking, yeah. which is what I do a lot. Um, so it's like the opposite, the antidote to overthinking. Yeah, because I, I play, replay scenarios in my head. I think about the alternate uh, alternative endings or beginnings. Make things or up. And make things up. I imagine what someone's, you know, motive was behind what they said. And majority of the time, you know, it's not true. It's not true. Anxiety lying to you. Yeah, and it actually just hurts you because you you creating scenarios that might never happen or may never happen. Um, I guess in a way to to kind of. Because you feel like, you know, yeah. if this happens, I've cushioned it. Yeah. I know that if it happens, I can. I already knew it was going to happen Spending anyway. Spending your life in, like, a fight-or-flight mode. Yeah, so yeah. your heart rate's up, Always stress stressed. levels yeah. are high. And, it, yeah, it's a, a negative thinking pattern. It's like, ch- check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> it, it, I always say this, but, like, what is the evidence to suggest that all these people are going to think my podcast is bad? Yeah. Because how many people have come to me now and said my podcast is bad? Yeah. The worst way you can hurt me, and I know some people might already know this, is but to not say anything at all. Yeah. Because, you know, for people who are insecure in many ways, and we all are to a certain extent, they either think their anxiety might falsely tell them that you're angry with them, or they're, you know, they might think, oh, I'm really good at this, but I wish nobody, I wish somebody would tell me. But like the worst kind of punishment for some people is just not say anything at all. Yeah. Like people say ghosting and blanking, Mm-mm. you know. But, uh, but it's don't interesting. you find that the, the the best way to do these solutions, and this is something yeah. I've learned as well, is just to communicate. Yeah, get it There's out. There's been you, get it so out. many times where I'm mad at someone else and they're mad at yeah. me and they think I've done that, but really I think they've done yeah. that. And really when we've spoken, it's like, but well, I never said that. Break no. the ice like, with him. Yeah, and, and it's actually, I, I have a, I have a, I guess an aversion of being direct sometimes because I still have that sort of little niggling voice that says don't say that they won't like you um, oh yes and and it's not true because majority of the time a people respect you for saying it b um it's it just saves you time and anxiety from we, beating around the bushes we need to move towards this and this is what i want to start putting into schools from a very early stage it's mm. that it's that directness not harshness not like truth no, bombing no, no. people but like i'm feeling a little bit stressed because um i'm worried that nobody will listen to this yeah. And I mean, actually, people will. And, you know, I, I always said if one person did, then they have. And I've met so many people. But the evidence suggests mm. that I am wrong. And it's not about right and wrong, but that's not the right direction to think, you know? Yeah. And I've just, it, just all these things of what you've said has brought up in me. 
and I think I it's think really interesting. What you've just said though um, is uh, the point is you feel exposed, yeah, and you feel vulnerable and you feel judged because you think that that statement itself characterizes you. And I would say to someone else in that situation, yeah. hang in there because this is where you'll grow. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm starting to learn to be more direct, not because I... Yeah, basically, in short, yeah. because it cuts out a lot of uh, anxiety. Yeah. It cuts out a lot of wasted time. Yes. Um, just do it. Yeah, just do it. And, you know, there's, although I'm saying be direct, obviously you can still be kind and eloquent Yeah, don't truth bomb people like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah. horrific. No, it's not being yeah, yeah. unkind. Yeah. But, it, but it's more, I think, if you, if you say it from a point of view where it's compassionate yeah. or actually brings it back to me, you know, you say, look, I'm really sorry if, um, if this, you know, if you think this might be a little bit um, out of the blue, but... I just wanted to let you know that last week when you said this to me, it made me feel very anxious. And yeah. I know you probably didn't. Most do people would yeah. be like. And I know you probably didn't mean it. Sorry. But yeah, yeah but it, it did get me thinking. Maybe that this and this and this. You know, most people appreciate that honesty. And if we can just learn to communicate yeah. with each other um, in a respectful but direct way, yeah. it saves a lot of workplace anxiety. It saves a lot of friends and and anxiety and it also just helps our kids um, not that I have any kids um, but helps the future generations yeah. just to be you know less angry um, and that's it that, that is that is a form of self-awareness in a nutshell and I think um, if we could all just try to do that more I'm not telling you I'm saying I'm trying it myself and it's making me better and I think we'd all grow more okay now what I really want to know is a little bit about your journey in the past what's kind of led you to be this wonderful person in front of me <laughs> well it's a massive question i'm not going to go into too much details because you might you might all get nightmares <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean i guess sort of some of the the uh, again another reason why i, I love yoga and practice it um is because actually this is one of the things that i spoke to you about mm. and you were quite surprised when i said it but i used to be um a little overweight myself <laughs> um, and I know you, you've kind of had a, a little bit of a similar um, journey but I I kind of started dealing with my own sort of unhappiness um, and actually it's, it, it's it kind of started from university obviously I discovered junk food and I discovered um, alcohol um, and then what really tailed off was I discovered boys. <laughs> Blame the boys. Yeah. Um, and actually after, um, you know, a, a quite a big heartache, a big heartbreak, I sort of turned to comfort eating a lot. Um, and I, after that, really, I never fully got it under, under control for quite a long time, for maybe, you know, a, maybe four, five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even after that, food was still always a, a crutch for me. Yeah. Um, and I know it is for a lot of people. Um, and how I've kind of come away from that isn't by an epiphany. And it certainly isn't from weight loss teas or shakes or whatever. No, although no. I've tried those in the past um, during during my sort of growth period. Um, but I I think what I realised was that. Um, I can understand the science behind the food, like what it does for my body. Um, And the reason why I do yoga and exercise and eat well isn't because I want to look a certain way. That is a 
sort of a, a side effect, I guess. I call it a side effect because it isn't, um, isn't the aim. Um, the reason why I do all these things is because it, it's, I respect my body. It's a function. Um, it is learning about working it to the best functionality, um, but also to enjoy life. Like I will never be an athlete because that's that's a not in my genetics and b not in my mindset, but c not even in my interest. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to be mobile and you know be fairly fit and healthy to yeah. be able to do the activities I do love, like going hiking or traveling or just not suffering you know um physical ailments or you know eating really badly and feeling lethargic or um you know having headaches or stomach issues or sleeping badly um so people see exercise as a bit of a chore or eating healthily as as something that's um boring yeah right but i I think that in order to live a full life, you have to be able to do those things that you love um, without being held back by things that are within your control. Yes. Um, and actually through doing that, I've learned to respect my body a lot more. Not in the way where I'm like, oh, you know, my body is my temple and mm. da 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 but pretty much like, you know, I've got a choice of do I have a fourth coffee, coffee or do I go for water? actually yeah. I'm going to go for water and they're really simple fixes and really simple More switches changes, yeah. yeah you don't need to go from you know someone who who eats x y and z to something who eats none of those things it is just you know a, a simple swap here and there or um educating yourself the difference between x y and z to this and this and this and how it affects you and everybody's body is different um you know there's a lot of ad advertisement about certain foods being a superfood or being this and this and this actually I might be allergic to that or that might not make me feel good it's just about the trial and error and that again goes with your self-awareness you're starting to learn what foods make you feel good what exercises make you feel good um, what activities not even exercises what activities whether it be reading or you know having lunch with your friends and talking to certain people and for me it's my sister she's a massive you know crutch for me um and I have you know actually you know a a massive um release for me is just hanging out with my nephews because they're the most adorable things and because they're so innocent and and there's still that childhood energy that I can just let myself be silly with them and you know again for that afternoon for that day for that for that hour I'm not thinking about my issues I'm thinking about enjoying my time with them do they need a snack are they you know cold are they are they having fun do they need their nappies changed um and again it's just shifting shifting all that overthinking time onto an activity that is healthy for me because I enjoy it yeah a good busy yeah it's a good busy because I'm choosing to spend my time with Mm. doing things that I that enrich me because and being silly yeah I'll Laura will tell you like I'm always silly like I'm not like a big kid at times at home and it's like but I don't think I want to change that too much because I I can be the other side I can be such a serious person and 
I don't take, like I tend to not take it out on people, but just myself. Yeah. And then I have to counterbalance that by doing something silly, like running around the house so I can look yeah. in. <laughs> because it makes me feel, it, always, it releases those endorphins or whatever, mm. you, you know. T- like people say tickling is the one way. If you smile, If you tickle, I honestly, yeah. I will not be responsible for your injuries because I, I absolutely I bet you can kick it. really high as well. <laughs> I can like. kick really high. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think it's just, like I said, you know, people say it all the time and it is true, but just do more of the things you love. Yeah. Um, as long as it, you know it's good for you, you know, yeah. like, like if, if the thing that you love is like, I used to love eating kebabs. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I do that all the time, then it's probably not going to be good for me because on the flip side, it isn't going to make me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it is looking at the results. And one of the big things that I, I was saying to you just before about making those choices, um, I think we should never forget that we have the choice. Yeah. Um, sometimes, for example, when I'm, I discovered this when I was run, running um, a lot in, in Zanzibar in Tanzania, but I, um, I, I'd run and I'd get really tired. And then in that moment, I'll look down at my legs and I'll think, how amazing is my body? Yeah. My mind is telling my body to move and it's doing it because I'm, I'm giving it the fuel, yeah. I'm giving it the attention and the to do to carry out all the things that our body d- can do and I always say your body is a vehicle for your mind because yeah. really that's what it's there for it's it's to keep your um keep your mind active and being able to do the things you yeah. love like pick up your own child yeah. or um you know hike the mountain or whatever else but when I'm running and I'm looking at my legs I think I'm so tired and I think yeah. actually in this moment I can choose to stop yeah. Or I can choose to just go faster. Mindset. Yeah, your mindset. And um, obviously listen to your body. Is your body saying, no, this is too much? Or is it saying, kind of just ready to stop and just have a breather or whatever? Because if it is kind of that mindset where you're like, just don't really want to do it, then I try and choose the opposite and go, you know what? Because, because I'm thinking I'm yeah. feeling a bit lazy or I'm feeling like I don't want to do yeah. this anymore, I'm going to choose the opposite. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to do... I'm just gonna run faster. It's really interesting, yeah. Again, everything you say makes me think of things like I I push myself a lot physically in the last six months and I feel like my body's been breaking down a bit, like footballing injuries, like I've had a few big fellas stand on my foot and I've had an X ray and like I've been playing so much football and I've been getting so stressed trying to set up, talk about it, mate, and uh, what I've done the last couple of weeks is I've just not I've not done any exercise in about two weeks. And that's the longest I've gone in like a year. And I know that I'm going to get started again next week, but there's something nice in just saying I'm taking that time for myself. But on the flip side, when you see people really pushing themselves, like I know guys from football, and I'm thinking of one guy who's a fantastic player, but something's just clicked recently in terms of the fact that he can start getting a bit fitter. Like, he's a great player. Um, And you see that, and he's got a little kid, and you can see, and when you see people, like, self-actualising like that, that's such a good thing. A mindset, your brain... And this is what I got from this uh, David Goggins Can't Hurt Me audiobook, which you've got to listen to. He says that he's got, it's almost called the 40% rule, and I talked about this on another podcast. Yeah, our brains like stop at 40% of the capability. Like, and he, this guy did Navy SEAL training where they try and drown you and all that. And he's saying your mind can go further. It can, you just have to train yourself to go further and further and further and further. And um, it all kind of fits in together, yeah. doesn't it? But it doesn't have to be daunting, and I think that's what people have to take away from any of these podcasts. You're not, you know, you're not broken. You're not wrong. It's no. Just little changes. That's how we yeah. started. I think it's it's 
the pressure we put on ourselves mm. to, to portray ourselves in a certain way. Oh, yeah. But when I was, um, so interestingly, I'd, I started running before I went to Africa, but yeah. I always kind of capped it at five, 5K. Yeah. And I was very much like, oh, I'm just running because it's a free exercise today. And it was a chore, but and I didn't really want to do it. I just yeah. did it because it was, a, you know, it was a cheap way to exercise. Anyway, when I was in Tanzania, it was a long story, but I was stuck there because I had no passport. But um, um, but right. I, I kind of thought, well, I'm going to be stuck here anyway. I might as well do something productive. So every other day I ran. Um, and one day I just thought, I wonder how far I can actually run. Yeah. If I just take that timer off, I wonder how far I can actually run. And I'd always, like I said, capped myself at 5K. Mm. And I just thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run 5K one way so that I have to run 5K back and yeah. see how I get on. And it was really comfortable for me. And I thought, why do I always stop at 5K? Because yeah. I've always done 5K. I so tend I to just, stop at 5K. Yeah, but you've always done 5K, so you always stop at 5K. And then unless you go, oh, I wonder what could happen if I actually just let myself run for a bit. That's it. Like, is it a good... And no one's there to see me. What you know, I'm using air quotes as fail because oh. it's not a fail. Um, so actually, when you take the pressure off having to mm. do a performance for someone else, yeah. and it's actually just to see again your self awareness connecting yeah. back to your body and, and what what you know you can do. It's it. It's a very interesting lesson that only you can take yourself on that journey. Nobody else can kind of you know. Yeah tell you to do it um yeah I, I, I completely see what you mean going further or yeah yeah I say without the outside influences we can do so much yeah but I think we always measure ourselves against the society and society invades our lives more yeah, than yeah. ever because of social media yeah. and, and, and you can't avoid that you know you can you can make steps to limit it like I am trying to cut down my usage and because I know that when I get stressed it doesn't help me yeah yeah because I'm you know checking things and rechecking things but um yeah coming back to say yoga mindfulness mindset all this we're saying and I say mindfulness is a dirty word sometimes for some people but from my well-being courses which I did here where we're actually at marble beers right now upstairs uh you could do anything mindfully like you can take a drink mindfully go to the toilet mindfully you know mm-hmm. anything because as long as you're focusing on and yoga totally fits into that mm-hmm. you're mindful in the moment of what you're doing and I think if we start packaging that for young people and say I've seen it done in school yoga and, and I want to do mental health awareness in schools but like you know just give them a card to say how they're feeling about something and like if they start that sooner what kind of could, that's I think that's the antidote to the world that we're living in because yeah. it's about not just communicating with other people but communicating with yourself right yeah. you know you're saying doing all the things that you yeah. really like and, and really enjoy sometimes I feel like not not just other people but myself too um, I'll do things that I think I enjoy yes. because we're told to enjoy yes, society it society tells us yeah like having a drink or, or dress how you dress in a certain way like yeah. you see everyone looks the same and it's like I've done it myself and it's that pressure and that expectation yeah. and when you start to discover those things for yourself it starts with self it's not a dirty word self and that's why I say courage to put yourself out there yeah. compassion to yourself connection with yourself if you do all those things for self then you're only going to get better out, outwards yeah and I guess that the, the, I mean I'm not I'm not Buddha <laughs> but I personally think that to live a happy life you just have to be 
authentic and people when you're saying you know what's authentic is you can't you can't be hurt or or have your confidence knocked about your opinion on something if it is just your opinion or how or you believe it if you're saying things or doing things purely to keep other people happy or yeah. whatever then and i guess there are necessary evils of that course. you have to do like work um yeah, and make money that, isn't it? Yeah. um <laughs> but you know it's it's about taking back your time for yeah. you to do something you actually want to do and, and it, i think we both are doing that now yeah and yeah, that exactly. brings us really nicely onto the last kind of thing you said very early on when we met about not feeling good enough and yeah, I think we were talking often. about when you're setting up your own business and mm. I say business I'm actually going to hopefully uh, set up as a social enterprise very mm. soon which I'm really excited about which means I can help Congrats. more people yeah. and, uh, and you know watch this space but um, it's quite lonely isn't it you're quite exposed because you're on your own you're doing it on your own yeah. I don't know how you dealt with that um, like Absolutely. I, I think not just not just in the business sense, but even even as a a solo female living in um a new city. Yeah. Um I can be surrounded by people sitting in a in a venue drinking yeah. with loads of people and still feel lonely. Um but I think that the the most important thing is to find the right kind of people yeah. to support you through it, um, and more networking, of course, to, to people who understand. Like you know, you and I have um, similar issues when it comes to, to business or yeah. and contacts um, and confidence. I think because yeah. I think I, I I was on a high and you were slightly, and then the week after I was really I was suffering, spot, yeah. and you were kind of it like, is Come a on, roller coaster. Surround yourself with those kind of people yeah. because you said before. Like, in terms of exposure and promoting events and stuff like why do an event if you're not going to promote it yeah, like and, exactly. and I'm like no one will care and like oh, yeah, not yeah, enough yeah. people will but when you oh I'm not ready yet I'm not good enough yet but when when are you you know you know you've just got to do it and, and we're saying this to ourselves I think more than anyone else but uh, you just have to put yourself out you there. have to start that's the thing with not just business but everything um, people think I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But you'll never get there mm. in your forest yeah. commas um, unless you start. And that's a lovely way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, and if you uh, and nobody who's there, wherever that there yeah. might be, yeah. which is is by the way an imaginary place anyway, yeah. um, didn't get there by just being there. Yeah. They did the the hard work before it you've got to plant a lot of seeds as well haven't you like you know making phone calls and meeting people at networking events but sometimes they grow into nice things like this and and I think the yoga event I think is a celebration as well of like what we're offering and uh, I'm really looking forward to it like good I hope I don't embarrass myself you know but uh, I'll give it a good go don't we yeah I I mean like I said with with not not just this event but with any of my sessions um, the aim isn't for you to be able to come out being able to do splits you know, Shame, the, no, <laughs> the aim is actually um, in the practical sense of yoga to to help you prevent injuries, yeah. um, to make you more mobile and functional, um, to connect you back with um, your your you know your body. You know, yoga does a lot of things. It helps your blood pressure. It helps your digestion. It helps. Yes. Um, it helps metabolism um, and 
again, I, I think yoga is one of the things that helped me lose weight, not because it burns a thousand calories, yeah. but because actually it, it lowered my sort of stress mm. and then I wasn't looking for food to comfort me. Um, it helped yeah. me connect with actually this is what my body feels yeah. like when this and this happens. Um, but it's, it's all those functionalities in terms of the physical science. Um, mm. And people, the, the police in Canada actually do meditation before they really? go out. I saw a thing on yeah. Facebook about this, Twitter. Yeah, so, um, and then in, in terms of the, the mentality aspect, again, it just it helps you lower your stress and lower your heartbeat for after. And, you know, you were saying, you know, um, you haven't done exercise for two weeks and yeah. your, your friend kind of, or... or yeah, 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 yeah. People forget... Yeah. Um, that recuperation and repairing is just as important. I need because, to. Yeah, but it's just as important, and that goes for your physicality and your yeah. mind, because sometimes you just need that break. It doesn't mean you're not being productive. You yeah. don't need to beat yourself up for being lazy. Yeah. It's just that that's what you need. Yeah. You can take that time back and be, again, self-aware yeah. and go, actually, I'm starting to feel the symptoms of stress. Yeah. Um, or I'm starting to feel that my body is overtired yeah you're um, using self-awareness yeah like, i did that yeah. i can't sleep and uh, and i'm getting insomnia again or i'm getting bad stomach pains yeah. or I'm, I'm eating all the time those are all signs that you know perhaps you need to take a break and that's fine there's no yeah. there's no fat, hard and fast rule you have to live your life go 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 all the and time. you can adjust back to it like they have every monday i play football for god knows how long and like the last monday two mondays i haven't and I, ha- I haven't missed it because I, I will go back I'm sure because I'm sure I'll put more weight on after I get married <laughs> but uh, yeah I want to put time into myself my, my relationship my, and my, my business and then um, my community yeah. and I hope that you can, will come to a lot along to one of our other events um, yeah. just to meet some of the people yeah. and I say the good thing about this is I think for people who have got questions about yoga hopefully they'll listen to this yeah but uh they can come have a little chat to you after when we're having the lunch. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so it's 12, 12 o'clock on the 12th of October. 11 o'clock on the 12th of October. 11, yeah, you the, had me thinking. The Nest, lunch 11 is, June Old Library. Yes, and then lunch after that at um, Bluebell. Yeah. Um, it'll be a roast dinner. Nice family pub, that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I remember going there many years ago. But yeah, so I'm really, really happy that we, we managed to get you on the podcast today. And, uh, you know, I really hope people like this and give us some feedback you know give us some Mm. feedback what i've tried to do is say yes less and like less like like (laughs) yeah it's just like it's just like but i've realized i said you know a lot (laughs) well i'm gonna end it on a nice quote i met went to a podcasters group i met on meet on meetup and they're really nice people and there's a girl who's like the podcast coach and she's her like tagline she said like helping ordinary people tell extraordinary stories and I think that that's what we do here. I think this is te- that's ten uh, extraordinary stories in the bag, and and I, I hope that like we can keep on doing it. Yeah. Every uh, and then I'll be your twentieth. I'll be your thirtieth, and then your fortieth, and so on. I want to start getting people back on, but I want you to meet some of the other people yeah, from the community, like because that's what it is, and 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 it gets me out of bed in the morning, and I really love doing it. So thank you for listening to episode ten of the Talk About Me podcast, and uh, hopefully see you at yoga soon. Yes, Goodbye. See you all there.